Previously on It's the best of everything STL. It's Beyond FM from Gaslight. Our guest tonight, Fragile Porcelain Mice. Small town, small mind, small town, small mind. I've said this a million times. You guys have been the band that I've seen the most in my life. Really? Has there ever been an outfit that Scotty wears that you said, fuck no, dude? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Two of them. One is a birthday suit. And a basketball outfit. Yeah, I mean, but that was when I was like a hundred pounds lighter. I think yeah. I'd look pretty good in that. Like now would be now now would be really put. I mean, it'd be like yeah. I mean, my definitely my testicles would be hanging out. Cool. That's Boxing Day on the calendar. Yeah, you get December twenty sixth. Yeah. We observe that so. That observe like a, the was boxing. that like a national holiday for you? But boxing. It's for the, for uh, English people. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in Canada. They celebrate oh, in Canada right. too. After Christmas, the help would get like presents from the like an empty box, wafers and uh, false teeth. What's speckled dick? Isn't that an English thing? Spotted dick. Spotted dick. Spotted dick. Irish. Had penis. Had a mole on it. We are on South Broadway, so I'm sure we can find a spotted dick somewhere around here. Really easy. We could do Beyond FM spotted dick night. You have to have a spotted dick to get in. Yeah. Hey, baby, I got a bottle of wine and the whole box set of friends at home if you want to come over. This is Beyond FM. Hey, guys, I want to tell you about one of my favorite places in town, Rock and Brews in beautiful Chesterfield. Now, you may know them from the great, bold, flavored recipes or their rock and roll atmosphere or even their vast beer selection, but let me tell you more. From the outside looking in, they probably look like just another corporate chain restaurant ran by some pencil pusher in some other place. However, Rock and Brew St. Louis is a locally owned and operated franchise from people right in your backyard. They sponsor local youth sport activities and events. Plus, now they are not only dedicated to the music industry, but to the local music scene as well. Stop by and check them out. The food is fantastic, the staff is top-notch, and there is no weak elevator music to enjoy those fabulous flavors and cold drinks. They're located at 17258 Chesterfield Airport Road, or for reservations, call 636-337-3194. You can also check them out on all the socials, or just do a search for Rock and Brews St. Louis. Stop by Rock and Brews today. And tell them Beyond FM sent you. If you live in Belleville, stop by Corner Chill and Grill. I mean, if you live there, you already know it's the best place in town. But if you're on your way, it's the perfect place for something good to eat or just pure entertainment. It's at 341 Centerville Avenue. They have award-winning wings, pizza, apps, hamburgers, sandwiches, and a whole lot more. Plus tons of live music and karaoke. They're open seven days a week, and they're open till 2 a.m. on Friday and Saturday. It's the Corner Chill and Grill, 341 Centerville Avenue in Belleville. It may be cold out, but now is the time to book your spring projects. The choice is 51 Construction. Need to replace the staircase handrails? Look no further than 51 Construction. Wanting to remodel the master bathroom? Then get a hold of 51 Construction. How about a new deck for the backyard? Do you see where I'm going with this? 51 Construction's motto is quality, value, and communication. They love creative projects and are always willing to help out in solving a difficult situation. With over 30 years of construction experience, 51 Construction is your best choice in any home remodeling project. Whatever you are dreaming, they can bring to life. Find them on Facebook at 51 Construction or give them a call at 314-435-9647. That's 314-435-9647. 
Contact them now to get a free quote on any home remodeling project. It's 51 Construction, doing it right. Hey, this is Shane Presley from Rock Paper Podcast. I want to tell you about my singer-songwriter storytelling showcase happening at Naked Vine in Chesterfield, Missouri. February 11th, I'll have out there Justin Johnson, Hal Pascal of Cherokee Moon, and Stephen Woolley. This is an intimate evening with three writers sitting on stools, playing acoustic. It's a 7 o'clock start, $10 at the door. Join us again at Naked Vine, February 11th. Visit nakedvine.net for more details. We'll see you there. A once-in-a-lifetime event is coming. Saturday, February 15th at the Gaslight Warehouse. Beyond FM and Gaslight presents... Divine Sorrow. of everything STL. Beyond New music first. Discrepancies. Control.
Best of Everything STL. It's Beyond FM live from Gaslight. Good evening and thank you for joining us. Hello. The short list tonight is, the list is short tonight of who's here. It's the Broken T-Bone show tonight. No, it's the Steak and BJ show. Get it right. Oh, Steak and BJ. <laughs> yeah. Which coincidentally isn't technically Steak and BJ day. February no, 15th. but it's T-Bone. Like or no, actually it's in March, I believe. I don't know, but it's oh. T-Bone and DJ BJ, so it's the Steak and BJ show. Well, there we go. Yeah. I'm a ghost. And Shudder's here. Yeah. Shudder. I'm here. So <laughs> I guess uh, as we talked about last week, we start the first segment off with shout-outs, so I guess we might as well give a shout-out to the Kansas City Chiefs. woo If you remember that they won yesterday. I didn't remember. I had to ask they this morning. yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, there's some kind football? of fo- football. Is that right? Football? Yeah. yeah. Kansas City football? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and foosball's for the devil. So. <laughs> also, uh, speaking of the Super Bowl, if I'm allowed to say that, I guess, afterwards, since I'm not making money off for it anyway, um, shout out to Brian Chappell for his delicious motherfucking ribs yesterday. Oh, my God. I'm serious. Good stuff. I heard the dude can cook. Dude. Well, that's what he says, but he, he never said. invites no. me. He you said can, it. You can be my guest with me anytime I go. Yeah. He said when he came on I'm, air that I, I, I would know be invited, and then you tagged me in that picture, and I was like, what days. the hell? Because I wasn't even going to eat. I was just stopping by to do some other things. And so he's like, well, I'll be right back. I gotta go grab the rest of it off out of the smoker or whatever. And he had these ribs that had been in the smoker for eight hours. Mm-hmm. He's like, dude, you just get, try a bite. And then try to buy it and then naturally you know i'm like a crack addict all right let's go <laughs> and he's like how many ribs can you eat and i'm like a hundred or so <laughs> or so and he thought i was kidding no i'm not i could probably no, eat ribs. but i bet you Good brian Lord. can eat quite a few too yeah he was a little greasy when i got there <laughs> <laughs> did y'all have your bibs on yeah and i finally got to meet that crazy ass dog he's got the bulldog oh, man. Awesome. he was so sweet dude sweet dog so that was very nice. Um, what else we got? So you didn't do anything else over the weekend besides Super Bowl? I just well, you, well no, you did go to the showcase. With, yeah, with the I kitties. went to the showcase Saturday, uh, cycle showcase down at the pageant. Saw my buddy Randy, and I mean it was excellent. It was beautiful. The bikes were beautiful. The I mean JD especially loved just you know how it had all the education behind it and information about the bikes and how old they were and just different tidbits. Um, we had a lot of fun. We were there for a little over an hour and then we left, but it was amazing. It was a really, really cool event. He did a good job. 
and Jason or Shutter also stopped by there. And my God, those pictures, dude. Yeah, nice. they were stellar. Thanks. Yeah. They, they were really, really, really good. Yeah. So make sure that. I think Randy I think everybody there was, thought I was some crazy loon, though. Well, that's <laughs> because well, I was doing like you know, are they like wrong? Shooting range, I was <laughs> pop, 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 just, walk, pop, just went through the place. Just I think I shot every bike there in like ten minutes. <laughs> you were a busy man. I gotta go. Bye. I mean, I did. Yeah, because yeah. you. What all did you do Saturday? Well, Saturday I got down to the record store. Mm-hmm. Record space. Space. Excuse Be technical. Me. Be technical. Yeah. And. Uh, Bastard Squad was hosting a meet and greet with the Addicts before their big show at Del Mar. I can never say it. Del Mar. Del Mar Hall. Del Mar. Del, Del, Mar. Del Mar. Right next to the Hall. So mm-hmm. I followed Bastard Squad around most of the day to their practice studio, watched some practice, got some good footage of that too. Cool. And uh, man, they sound good. I was very, very shocked because that's really not my type of music. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what, it is now. Yeah, that's I was cool. very, very impressed by not only Bastard Squad, but the Addicts. They, they put on a show. I Wait till you put, see some of these pictures. Mm-hmm. And they came out with it. This lead singer came out. He was all white. He looked like in a cocoon. And he opens it up. And it was just all these... Different colored gems on it, this big flare. It looked like it, this big, I don't even know what, big wings on them, and it was all all the lights hitting it right and just shining everywhere. Very very cool, and the crowd just went nuts. I bet it I looked mean, like nuts. they had they had a good crowd. They did. How were the radio buzzkills? They were good. They were really good. I really enjoy them. Yeah, and they are. There's some good folks too. That's good. I'm glad you got to make that connection. I wish I could have made it. I'm a busy guy, though. It happens. Yeah. Yeah, that day was crazy busy. But I told, I was telling Brooke and everybody else, I'm at least show up to the bike show. Being right next to her, how could you pass that up? Yeah. yeah. And there was a, a lull in the action, per se. So I was like, okay. We're right next door. Yeah, well, <laughs> literally. Yeah. So, yeah, it was cool. There's a lot of cool bikes there. And then went back and saw. Almost got kicked out, though. Delmar Hall? Why? Well, because I was taking, I was really just getting my camera set. Mm-hmm. It happened to be the addicts were doing warm ups. Mm-hmm. And their tour manager was like, oh, no, no, no. And he's like, let me see your camera. I said, no. Yeah. It was just delete the pictures. I said, no problem. I showed my camera and I deleted mm-hmm. them, which wasn't a big deal. But, uh, you know, I'm trying to make first impressions. and mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, That's weird. Why would they have you delete your pictures? A lot of bands do that. That's Especially, stupid. Well, I'm during sorry. warm-ups, so dumb. they do do that. A lot of them do. Well, especially because a lot of them, I mean, not to sound weird, but they're out of makeup, whatever. Yeah, they're exactly. Out, they're out of character. Sure. You know. Costumes. So, yeah. yeah. Special, yeah. I can and I, that. and honestly, I didn't even, it didn't even cross my mind. And I, I should know better. Yeah. 
well, I'm sorry, but somebody who works in marketing and sales like I do, I think that's a bad move because you were from the station. You could have easily turned around and given those pictures to them to use as behind the scenes shots, which are really popular these days because people want to see sort of what goes on behind the curtain, you know. So any tour managers out there listening, just take the hint, like seriously. But from their perspective, they think I'm going to use them and sell them for money, not use them for promotional value to help them. We don't sell shit. We're all broke as fuck. Yeah, Come on, guys. We're trying to help they you don't out. Know us, no. yeah, They're from England. Oh, gotcha. Oh, I don't have that clip with me. <laughs> well, pa- it's, Patrick's not here anyway, so. Yeah. Whoops. Patrick is working a special job on now 96. Three. That's I don't know. I've never right listened now. to that station in my life. I have. It's, it's a good station for what they do. I did thought you? it was the Jesus station forever. No. <laughs> I didn't realize. Did you listen to that clip like, that he to made? That. Not no. Okay. Well, good. Just don't listen to it then. It'll be okay. funny just to hear it yeah. for the first time. Yeah. It'll surprise me next week yeah. if he shows up. That's if. Yeah. He might have the sniffles or something. <laughs> That's possible. For a guy who works out and eats as good as he does. <laughs> yeah, he gets sick a lot. Damn. A lot. Man, I'm a fat fuck and eat like shit. Dude, and I'm never I'm saying, sick. dude. I s- knock on wood. Hey, I was drunk half the day and I'm hung over as hell and I'm here. So See, that's what's up. I eat like right? shit. I smoke like a chimney and I haven't knocked. And barely sleep. Barely sleep. If I'm a workaholic, I have been laid in over three years. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so, I mean, damn. I mean, God. I, See, that's probably why you're not sick, maybe. That's probably, you know, I'm not (laughs) Not passing any bodily fluids. (laughs) (laughs) You're not catching anything either, so there you go. You're not passing anything alone. Especially little Tonys. (laughs) Getting sick here soon. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just being a douche. But I'm sure you've had a lot of practice. Oh, yeah. No, I mentioned somebody today, and this uh, this is just me being silly, and and I don't want to offend anybody because I've offended enough people over the weekend, too. I saw that. So. Um, I told somebody they know that we were she was just joking, talking about sex life, or whatever. And I said, she said something about changing positions or whatever. And, and I'm like, the only thing I change in my sex life is the temperature of the water in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I want to get kiki, just make it really cold. Do they want know? to call human resources on you? Not yet, but working on it. Yeah. Do we even have a human resource? No. Someday we might have a human resources yeah. department. So if we'll anybody's have to, interested, we'll write the bylaws for free. that. Yeah, good luck handling us. You know, That's all you we'll got to We'll write it all out for them. Yeah. Here are the rules. This, this is like a blank piece of paper up. now. Yeah, and, and we're not going to follow them. It's actually going to be on a bar napkin probably. Yeah. Yeah, here's the rules, and we're not going to follow them, so good luck. Yes. So tonight, our, our special guest that we're going to have in is the band Luxora. You. I will hear New music from them. We will hear old music from them. That's some good stuff. Plus, how about some new music from It Comes in Waves? Yes. Those are my dudes. And so, and we're in talks of bringing them into the studio soon. Attentively, the 2nd of March. Yes, which is the first Monday of March. Right. For our conversation (laughs) over text. I read right through that. He's like, dude. The first of March is is a Sunday, and I go, dude. I, I said the first Monday of March, and he's like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's what I'm like, oh, 
Yeah, you did. That's how our conversation. <laughs> that's how our conversations go. All I pissed him all the time. Like, he's uh, just like, Chase, why don't you just read it? Yeah, what? Like, if you read every word, show? then you wouldn't have this issue. What night's our show? It's Monday. I'm like, oh shit, my bad, dude. Yeah. So that's what we're reaching for. And uh, so next week, who we got next week? I, I got to think about. Oh, Mr. Bob Fancher, owner of Fubar and Red Flag, right now. Wonder what's in that building. I don't know. It's very, it's very mysterious. mysterious. You can't miss it going down Locust, though. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, it has black building. I mean, it's the only building that has all brick. Well, they're mostly all brick, but no windows. Mm-hmm. No and windows. It's like and it's black. Three stories high. Hmm. What's in that thing? One thing that me and Jason will say, though, if you're listening, Bob, which I know you're not, but I'm just going to say this out loud. Get rid of the fucking red curtain behind there, if anything. No oh, more red curtains. Bar? No more red curtains. Oh, no curtains. No no red curtains. Leave it black, no. please. I agree. Yes. Black. Because photos taken at FUBAR are not great. Are rough. It'd be different if the lights changed. Yeah. Well, they change. They like, change. Move if, a little bit. Well, they move a little bit because it's a vibration. I mean, that's about <laughs> it. I mean, the vibration causes thing. them to yeah. move? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Oh, what else did I have? Oh, I, February. I, How about February 15th? What's that? What could possibly be, be happening? <laughs> You're going to rest that day? I think so. You think so? Yeah. February 15th, we are having a special presentation brought to you by Beyond FM and Gaslight. And uh, it is kind of my birthday celebration. Also, I want to mention that it's really technically kind of the beginning of Beyond FM. It was just kind of in talks. Wasn't even sure I was going to do it, but a little birdie was trying to push me along to do it. No backing out now, buddy. I don't know. I still got a chance. Uh, <laughs> no. Keep an eye on Facebook, and hey, I'll let you know if I'm You back out now, you're going to deal with Brian for a while. Yeah, probably. I mean, like, a long while. I think I, think I at least have eight people out to get me. Only? At least. Mm. Two of them in this room. Yeah. Mm. We're out to you. If I said I'm done. What? If I said I was done, you guys would probably try to find me and kill me. I That's a strong assumption, but yeah, I wouldn't be yeah, very happy very with you. It is a strong assumption. <laughs> why, why push and go this far? I mean, check us out. Look at all the shit we've done so far. Hey, and then nobody ever likes a quitter. It's not even It's not even the fucking beginning. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's not even the beginning. We're just getting a roll on. I mean, technically, I only consider us being alive two months. Because as of Sunday, or no, Friday, be two months here at Gaslight. Yeah. Hey, it's been two months already? Yes. Wow. As much as I loved all the guests that we had at the other place. Doesn't even I mean, compare. That was, a technical, that was a technical run, really. Yeah, for, me, for sure. To see if I wanted to do this. And? and Apparently you want to do this. I think so. I you think. Know? You haven't made up your mind yet? I mean, I'm, I'm still on the fence a little bit. I mean, it'd be nice if JB would be nicer to me every once in a while. <laughs> and Rick would quit. I don't think any of them are listening to talk right now. Why is he so hyper? I don't know. Yeah, he needs to tone it down a little bit. I mean, I wish he just wouldn't talk so much. Then he'd be all right. We love you, Rick. Yes. Mm -hmm. We think you're awesome, bro. Um, Anyway, February 15th here at 
the Gaslight Warehouse. Uh, we're going to have Divine Sorrow, Egan's Rats, and Crystal O'Connor and the Whiskey Rebels. Tickets just ten bucks are available from Eventbrite, and we have a hundred tickets available for you. So get them while they're hot, because I promise you this it will be a jumping party. Not only from the bands, but I think we're going to have some good times between oh, bands. For sure. It's going to yep. be a great time. And I'm sure if you want to get here early and eat and drink, I'm sure they're not going to say no. Right. And there may be cake involved somewhere. Cake. I know Jason's there. I've seen Jason eat cake, and cake. it's kind of disturbing. Yeah. It is. And I people are just cake. like, man, how do you eat that? I'm like, just like this. <laughs> <laughs> You don't even use a fork, dude. What? No, what do you pick one. it up with your hand? He well, you gotta eat it. it off the plate. I mean, he does. <laughs> he does it civilized. He does put it on the plate first, and then he eats it with his hand. It's my food. It's going in my mouth. How do you eat pie? Same way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you really want to go there? <laughs> oh my uh, God, you know, boy! Do, do you do the alphabet? Oh my lord! <laughs> That is not what I was fucking it, talking that is, about. Does that include, like, well, okay, just stop. <laughs> There's a lady present. Tony. Dude, can I tell you a funny story real fast since we're going into all these well, sexual you, innuendos? Uh, how, well, first, how funny is it first? It's pretty funny. Is it pretty funny? <laughs> is it like, is it five really funny? Is it eight? kind of funny? I don't know. I'm hungover. It was funny. Am to I going to get any. DMs from this because I, I don't know over. I get tons of them and we're going to talk about this here with Luxor because they want to bring it up on my post D- yesterday and we'll talk about that DMs. but anyway go ahead give us your story okay so I had this work thing I had to go to today right I had to go to this farm and see how they make cheese and whatever and, and I'm you're hungover uh, I'm pretty sure I was still drunk at that <laughs> point but yes any of this part of the story is where you got to milk the cow <laughs> well, it was, a, it was a goat farm. It's goat cheese. But anyway, oh, okay. but no, I didn't have to touch any titties, if that's what you're wondering. That's why I got the hat on. Uh, yeah. Nope. But uh, <laughs> I'm in the car. I'm the only female. And I'm with the owner of the company and the other two sales reps who are male. And this is how out of it everybody was this morning. It was hysterical. We're driving and he's got the radio on and that song, I Want to Sex You Up. <laughs> comes on and it's about a minute into it, the song. It was like a 90s song. I forget who. Color me, color me bad. That's Did right. Did you also yeah. throw up or something? And huh? Did you throw up? No, I didn't throw up at all. Oh. But um, I'm sitting there and I just kind of started snickering and looking around because n- nobody's paying attention. And so you know me, I point out and I'm like, oh, I'm like this song is really appropriate to be playing as seen as I'm the only female in the car with everybody I work with. And they just <laughs> died laughing because nobody was paying attention except for me, I guess. And I was just like, and then I just thought Rob would change the station. He didn't. We listened to the whole fucking song. And I'm like, how is this song ever popular on the radio? It was horrible. It still is. Yeah. There's a lot of them out there. But it was funny. And there's a lot of them that are really good that aren't popular, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. But good for them. I can, uh, I'm used to taking crass comments and jokes and stuff. I got very thick skin, but, but it was kind of funny. So my God, people, why are they, why do people call me? They know what I do. They do that to me too. (sighs) 
Like you could have called me Especially all day. Like, it's like it's my. It's not like a random person. My best friend Joe, right? Who knows exactly what I'm doing on <laughs> Monday night from seven to nine, and he's listening. And, and he he'll still me. call he's you. Like, oh, ha, that was that was funny. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, <laughs> you, can't you talk to me after the show? Yes, I mean seriously. So what happens to you guys too? Like your phone won't ring, like all day, and then also you, you get all on it or in the middle of something, and then boom. Oh, my favorite is when I go to check Facebook and then random dudes message me, hey, what's going on? I'm like, hey, seriously, baby. no? Like, hey. I am on here to entertain myself, not you. So fuck off. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> he says, so just fuck off. She doesn't hold back, man. <laughs> hey, man. Don't. I mean, <laughs> what's the point? I mean, I'll say this just because I know those of you who, who are prepared and can handle ridicule then feel free to <laughs> hit her up all you want <laughs> I bet but a, I promise there's a, you there's a fetish out there that I like that you know but I promise you if you don't have first of all the right amount of beer money <laughs> <laughs> or if your jokes are fucking stupid yes or I'm sorry and, and, and I'm sorry guys but if you're probably under six feet tall you're you're you're, you're, you're out. automatically you're out. out sorry <laughs> And definitely, if you need a ladder then to have sex with her, then it's no. <laughs> then I hear some, see something about it just went right over his head. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, we, we won't go told. We can't even. Right, if well, we could. Oh, my God. If people those, saw our messages back and people forth. People would really hate us. <laughs> you, guys, <laughs> you guys would hate us. You guys in that box for a while were saying some funny oh shit. Oh, my God. So, PSA to anybody listening who might be interested. I think what T-Bone is saying is... If you're going to come at me sideways and be creepy and weird, just know the whole team's going to know about it. That's all I got to say. And within seconds. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, my God. It's too You'll never believe what just happened to me. This guy came out of nowhere. My phone just did an update, and now I got all these weird dating sites on it. Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> Seriously, I wake huh? up, and my phone's like, ding, 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 which usually it's you guys, because sometimes we go crazy on our messages. And I'm looking, and it's like... So and so would like to meet you. So and so, Jeff does that. And then I had that one weirdo I sent. He was like, "Good morning," and I'm like, "Oh hell no! What is going on?" <laughs> I'm like, "What is my phone doing right now?" But I figured it out and got it turned off. And that it was dude bad. Was named like Emilio or something. It was something weird, yeah. <laughs> and he was like five foot nothing. <laughs> and there was a picture of him with like Jesus clouds behind him. I was yeah. like, "What is up with your profile picture?" It was bad. What? Nothing. No, I mean there was really like like Jesus clouds behind. It him. was. Didn't you see it? I mm. sent it in the. Well, you were probably sleeping. No, I think that was his work day that day. Oh. <laughs> so he didn't get to see it, and it's hard to catch know. up if you don't see. Yes, because we were on a roll. Yep, on a biscuit. All right, well, let's take a break, and we'll play a band that Jason hung out with on Saturday, and uh, this is Bastard Squad on Beyond FM. Beyond FM. I'd like to once again remind our contestants that there are proper bathroom facilities located in the studio. The best of everything STL. Listen, love, promote. Every fucking day you try to tell us where to go, who to be, what we should be doing, who to love, who to hate, what's right, what's wrong. Never looking inside and asking yourself why. Turn that anger, that hate, that spite, that jealousy around and look at yourself before you blame someone else for the way that you feel. Surrounded about others' lives and always fucking remember. 
the best of everything STL. It's Beyond FM. And, of course, that's Bastard Squad with We Don't Care. Good evening. Thanks for joining us. Of course, a reminder that not only do we have this Monday night broadcast from Gaslight, we also do a Thursday night show, which is Talking Dollars with Ten Cents. And uh, it's a fabulous show. We have great guests there. It's hosted by Jeff Nichols and Jennifer Nichols. Speaking of Jennifer Nichols, she's supposed to be in the room right now getting ready to talk about something, and she's still sitting on the couch, on the, <laughs> on the gaslight sex couch. She's or whatever you want to call it. casting couch. <laughs> but anyway, we do also have a 24-hour internet station called Beyond FM 24-7, playing the best of everything 24 hours a day, multi-genre. Um, it's, it's a hoot. Not to, not to pull my chain or toot my horn. But I love it. And also, you can check us out, of course, on beyondfm.net for everything Beyond FM. Good evening, Jennifer. Hello. Nichols. How is everyone? I am doing wonderful. I got my sexy voice tonight. Yeah, you do. <laughs> After seven, my voice starts to go because mm. I've already been up for like 15 hours. I understand that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What do you call me secretly so I can hear you in your sexy voice? Hey, Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, did you guys actually go to Frost Money? No, I didn't get to go anywhere this weekend. That's oh. And I was actually talking to the guys in Luxor. I said that's what was... It's kind of bittersweet because I love to be out in the scene and we had responsibilities and kids and work this weekend. We didn't get to get out yeah. there, so... All the information I saw going around the socials was just so positive. People showed up and they put out, and it was awesome. <laughs> so not only were there 300-plus at Pops, but there were also 300-plus at FUBAR. I just got word, yeah, that there was wow. about 340 at FUBAR. So that's, that's at least 640. That Plus I heard that, show? yeah, it was their farewell show mm -hmm. for Unimagined. Um, but Slumfest... Was I went over really well, I heard, and then Bastard Squad went over really so. I mean, there's just so much talent going on, and people were there to support. Mm -hmm. Also, cool. I think it, I mean, not only it's great that everybody went out to support, but also it, the weather was getting halfway decent mm -hmm. by that time, too. Yeah, right, it was. Yeah, I mean, if we would have had the weather we had Sunday on Saturday, I think it would have been a lot more. Oh, yeah, for sure, or today. It's been beautiful. Yes. So thank you, everybody, for getting out and supporting, even though I couldn't, but thank you. And thank you for playing for the musicians to put it on and do what they love. I can't Weird. wait for Luxor to come in and talk about it. They Weird. had a fantastic show. I can't wait either. And we're going to talk about some ball squeezing, I think. No. I was hoping we were going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I saw that post. Don't get too excited. No, but no. I saw the post and I saw what somebody commented yeah. and I refrained. But you did a very good job. I was about ready to blow Wait. a load on your page. Let me get my calendar out. Really? Let me hold on. Let me get my calendar out. Okay. Brooke restrained. I know, right? <laughs> I know. Well, Play the lottery. That's that's yeah. That's a calendar moment there. Right, it is. Jeff's not in the room. Everybody no, not acknowledged. He's not in Jeff? <laughs> yeah, he's not in the room. Where'd he go? Can't know. see him. 
I don't know where he's at. His, his pasty white legs are blending into the floor. So shiny head. <laughs> You're fine, Jeff. Your legs are nowhere near as white as mine. You're good. <laughs> I'm like a ghost. But it is technically, I mean, genetically, you know, I'm probably, I may be darker than you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for real. Dude, you need to do something. Me too. No, I'm just <laughs> No. So he used to bricklay and be super tan all the time. Mm-hmm. Like the back of his neck was like leather. He was so dark and tan. And then he got this cush maintenance job that he does now. <laughs> and he gets to stay inside a lot. Or is it the cush he's smoking? <laughs> well, either way. <laughs> like he's like, I'm not talking right now. Well, if you want, uh, Mr. Nichols, or maybe we'll just take another break and then we'll bring Luxor in and we'll talk about balls. Did you and just music. say Mr. Nichols? Mr. Nichols. Luxora. One word, Mr. Nichols. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking about it, though. I want to promote one more thing since Jeff's in the room, and he co-hosts the show. Uh, On Sunday nights, we have the living room with Brad Millibeats from Tree 14, and, of course, Jeff Nichols co-starring or whatever you want to call it. Starring Jeff Nichols. (laughs) Yeah. It's not all about me. Oh, that's Thursday night. Sorry. And and this past... (laughs) episode that uh, that I produced um there is a beat off contest <laughs> oh my god tune in tomorrow night along with seven. yeah it's, it's 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 a beat off contest between Brad Miller beats kill them all <laughs> and capo yeah. yes very interesting it's a good episode you'll have to listen to yes. really understand what's going on because I had questions. <laughs> I have a lot of questions. I think you I would, too. But I'm a, I, I, one thing I am, and I'm a pro at teasing stuff. So you got to tune in and find out what a beat-off contest is. When's it going to air? Because I know it, it, it to, missed last night yeah, because we, I Super aired it last night, cool. but I'm sure nobody was going to listen because, you know, nobody there was some does. football game. But we're going we're gonna to air it There's a football game tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. <laughs> Can't wait to see that on picture. Beyond FM 24-7. And, of course, you can catch it couple days later on all the platforms spotify apple google podcast iheart iheart radio stitcher stitcher deezer these nuts these nuts oh by the way in like two weeks it's being made if anybody owns those alexa cubes fire tvs all you have to say is turn on beyond fm it works now with alexa it does. It does at my house. Maybe I'm special. You got a special mm. Alexa. It's, I think it's just your voice. <laughs> no, it was actually my son who did it, so it probably wouldn't work for me. Okay. But it pulls it from whoever works with Amazon, Google, or something that it pulls the podcast from the latest podcast. Well, that would have saved me about four hours on the phone yesterday. <laughs> But, you know, I didn't ask either, so. That's true. Not yesterday, the day before. No. No. I was trying. We'll play the live 365. Mm-hmm. Sweet. That's awesome. No. It's kind of weird because we'll you say play. open live 365, then it's mm-hmm. the genre, the yeah. specific rock. It, it chooses the station. Right. I haven't figured quite out. Like, now, I don't know to. if it's going to play the live 365 feed. It'll play the last podcast that has been distributed. We have different things because I say open up. Uh, Do you have a I, name my, I rename mine Echo because yeah. Alexis is 
Well, that's your problem. She's pissed. Yeah, Yeah, probably. She doesn't like the name Echo. Well, because anything you turn on YouTube or people talking, the thing goes, I mean, it changes everything all the time. So I named it Echo. But the point is you say Echo, open up Live 365, and then you say, and it says, it asks you what genre you want. You say rock, and it just chooses the channel. But if you try to name a station, it doesn't know. Hmm. Maybe it needs to be. Needs a skill. Tweet. I think you should change the name to Sugar Tits. What's your name, Sugar? Sugar Tits. That's what I was called today. Yeah. I heard that earlier. Yeah. Yeah. DJ I'm gonna Sugar. Start, <laughs> I'm going to start calling you Sugar. Because I look so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> what do we got next? I got Sugar, sugar Daddy. <laughs> Who are we playing next? Um, I do believe it's, it's this band called He Comes in Waves. Yes. And I. Th- I do believe they just dropped a new song. They dropped a couple off the EP. They're all on uh, YouTube, and yes. they are, I believe, on Spotify as well. And so, since you produce this, I don't remember so what song Robert, you put on there. I told you <laughs> to listen at this time. It's going to play right now. Yep, new stuff from It Comes in Waves on Here it is. FM. You're listening to the best of everything STL. Grab your nuts and beans and get on down the road, and you're good to go. Beyond FM. Just on!
STL, it's Beyond FM. It's new one from It Comes in Waves. And it's a good, a little more angrier than the, mm, the stuff from before. I like I like it. <laughs> good stuff, guys. Anyway, uh, tonight, our special guest in studio, Luxora. Hey, what's up? And uh, yeah, state your name and what you do and all that good stuff first so we can... My name is Kyle Walters. I play guitar and uh, scream sometimes when it makes sense. <laughs> I'm Joe, and I play bass, so nothing too exciting. Now, I remember meeting Joe whenever we first started and we first got merch. Mm-hmm. And you Absolutely. came up, and you're like, who, do you know anything about Beyond FM? And I'm like, a little, little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> and then he got a free shirt. So It was a sweet it. deal. Yeah. Uh, I actually ran into you at Pops one time, and you were wearing a Beyond FM shirt, and I like said something to you about it, and you're like, well, yeah, it's, 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 it's me. Yeah. <laughs> it's me. Yeah. Sorry, dude. <laughs> yeah, if you can't tell the band, is we're good with knowing what's going on, but we're not great with the faces, you know, putting the faces to the Well, I mean, it is radio, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, don't, you don't always see us. And I try to hide from the camera a little bit, but I feel the same way very yeah. much. I do not love cameras, but you got to do what you got to do. So that's why I wear hats that say titties on them. <laughs> so that way at least, at least it's funny, you know. <laughs> I really thought it was a golf head at first, and uh, uh, Jeff called you titties, and I thought that was like your nickname. I was like, I'm not about to call this guy titties. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, I was I was at the Open Jam one night, and I was wearing it, and, and Eric Johnson said, you don't look like you fucking play golf. And I go like, dude, read it again. And he's like, <laughs> Oh, no, that's fucking funny. And I'm like, yeah, it's those titties, dude. It's, you know, so it's pretty cool. It's a step above the, the funny T-shirt, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about other body parts that got me in trouble over the weekend. Yes. I just wanted to talk about it because <laughs> – so the whole story is, and this supposedly – you said it was from 2000. I, be honest, I post stuff, and I just – because I like the headlines and I don't read the story. I don't give a fuck what the story is. I, I thought it was funny, and – and a lot of people jumped in and thought it was funny too. It was like because someone got mad, squeezing yes. somebody's balls until they bleed. I mean, <laughs> yes, it is painful, but guys know that it's it is painful. But then again, it, it, it's still funny too. I mean, and the reason why I thought it was so funny, and and if she heard this, even though she don't fucking listen anyway, but at one time when my ex wife was just my girlfriend at the time. She didn't have a lot of experience with the the male body parts and stuff mm. like that. So 
thing I know she's you're... she's played around with the boys a little bit and and she wanted to see if it would pop like a grape. Oh my god, dude, she... that fucking hurt so bad. She she wanted wanted to. I yeah, thought... she, wanted, she squeezed it. She's like, oh, I thought it would just like pop like a grape. Yeah, I thought you know, god. like what the fuck. <laughs> I thought you were just gonna go to like an amateur aggressive tug, but like you know, that's different. That's kind of sadistic. Playtime was over after that. You know, like, we're done. No more. I should I should have known. Not to marry her, but no, I'm just kidding. No, I, love her. I love her to death. She gave me three great kids and all that stuff, but no, I'm just doing her shit. <laughs> I read the article, and I would never victim shame anybody. The, the real unsung hero is the journalist who wrote it. He was reading through all the facts. There was all these funny lines that weren't didn't need to be there. Like, And the police arrived at 1.30 in the morning to find him presumably crying on the floor holding his <laughs> broken, leaking testicles. You said presumably. This wasn't fact. You were just trying to hype it up. Like right. the story itself was already there. You didn't need to give me this, but I appreciated it. You know, <laughs> I don't need to say anything. Kyle's got this covered. They asked for it, man. I know, I know. So that one guy who wanted to hear it, the one person, you're welcome. The, so there was a guy on there that kind of got upset, and and to the point where he was sending. People that thought it was funny DMs and stuff saying, you "Oh, know, I don't it, know. Let me see if he sent me one because I didn't even check." <laughs> <laughs> he, he got them mixed up in all the hundreds of other ones. I know, right? Them. I don't even look anymore. That's why I'm like, "Oh, and, let me go check." <laughs> okay, I understand it. I mean, in all honesty, you can't really say a joke without offending somebody somewhere somehow. That's mm. how it works. And so I don't, like I put later on, I don't condone violence on any living creature i don't but the fucking story was kind of the headline was fun it was <laughs> funny and you have to be able to find humor and things because every man knows how it feels to get hit in the nuts and best friends he hit each other in the nuts this and that so they it was do. kind of an extreme headline my but 10 and 8 everyone... year old will purposefully hit each other in the nuts because they think it's hysterical when we were kids there was this game we played where we would sit down away from each other and you'd like kind of touch feet mm -hmm. right and then you would just like lob something at each other mm -hmm. and like you know yeah, whoever you just throw it in midair and just see who yeah who, who i don't know is. it's it's yeah. just it's a thing lads will do yes well and even so now i mean now there's Females doing taco chops, you know, that kind of stuff, too. So, I mean, <laughs> I've never heard I the just, term taco chops. I chop. haven't either until just taco now. taco chop, where they just... <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, it's out there. If you want, go ahead and Google a taco I'll chop. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know I don't know if the search results that come up for that will be that great. Yeah. I think the guys from Scuzz need to name a song Taco Chap. Well, I just like how the guy got all pissy and he was like, I'm going to call out the females on this thread who thought this was funny. I oh, you have no idea if I wasn't so drunk and hungover half the day, I would have just lit his ass up like nobody's business. Cause I'm really sorry, but being a fucking female, fucking like spell. we deal with this shit twenty four seven. Okay, if I can find it funny when you make jokes about blondes or wearing your wife beater or whatever, like dude, whatever. Like we've all been through shit. We're all You're damaged. But it's fucking funny. You have to learn to find humor and stuff. <laughs> oh, Lord. Let me see. He's got Urban Dictionary Go pulled ahead. up. It's just exactly what it sounds like. Oh, my God. Okay. Taco chop. A swift chop to the vagina. Yeah. It's pretty. Uh, there you go. You know. Yeah, it's, it's clinical. short and to the point. 
<laughs> Why, and, and then the little comment underneath it, it used used properly in a sentence. Wow, you really taco chopped the hell out of that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So it's it's real. I I don't make terminology up. I'm gonna make that my, my new my, name my, on Smash. My, not my side gig at all. <laughs> yeah, you're not one of the moderators on Urban Dictionary. No, I'm not. I had, I have something to say to Brooke. Oh yay! Yeah. Here we oh, go. Yeah. Yeah, you were going on your rants about men yes. earlier, yes. and you were saying a lot of five foot nothing. Okay, I just. You, <laughs> I think if you expand your views a little and understand that the world average height of a man is five six, okay, like you're tall, but most of them aren't, okay, you're gonna have a better chance of finding someone. Maybe find yourself a kind of a little pudgier guy. They're more loyal, and then like even if the dumb. I'm just saying the dumb ones slam hard. Just find yourself oh a God. short, fat, stupid guy. You'll be happy forever. I'm just saying, like. You know, being happy okay. isn't that hard. But that, but that's the whole thing. I am really happy with my life, and I love where I am. So I'm also 40, and I have four kids. And I'm, you know, divorced, and I'm at this point in my life where... And she's expensive. I'm, yeah. Have you seen, have you seen Strangers? I'm, you're I'm you're handling him so well right I now. I maintain myself. So it's perfectly okay for me to say, here's what I'm looking for in a partner. And, oh, okay, yep, nope, bye, 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 no. Have you watched Stranger Things? Yes, I love Stranger Things. Okay, so Joyce, right? She's never mm-hmm. happy. Season two, you see that guy she started dating? What was his <laughs> name? The the hero. Oh, uh, Sean Astin. Uh, yeah, Sean Astin. Like, I can't kick your ass, but my sister's too keen. That, that guy? <laughs> yeah. Um, she got him. She was super happy. I'm just saying, she lowered her standards. Everything was great until he got like okay, destroyed I, by I a get that, monster. but what men need to understand is as women, we sleep with who we want to sleep with. Because you have that privilege. Exactly. Men, you sleep with whoever you can get because what? you really don't have it. You can't be as picky. Guys out kick their coverage all the time. And I'm telling you. That was I know phrase. I did. That was a good phrase. I have dated plenty of people that out kick their coverage. Okay, can you, can you, because for, they're I've funny or they're cute can or you whatever. Expand the, uh, You've kick, never heard that before. I'll kick no. your coverage. It's like in football, like if you kick it so far that the person can't go and get it, you know. So basically, it means like you got way you outstretched you your bounds. Yes. Got it. Okay, sick. Mm-hmm. Than go sports. Yeah, and I'll add and, <laughs> and I'll add another thing too yeah, because sports. I get really sick. I have a lot of guy friends, especially married guy friends, that are like. Well, if you wouldn't friend zone everybody, okay, no, look, motherfucker. If I love you as a friend and that's the closest you ever get to me loving you, then feel fucking privileged because if I text you on a regular basis, it means I fucking care about your hairy ass. You know, why wouldn't you <laughs> she want that? She texts me a lot and I have a very hairy ass. Just saying. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Hmm. Like, there's nothing wrong with being friends with somebody of the opposite sex. It doesn't mean I want to sleep with you. And I hate when guys think the minute you're single, that you're somehow like desperate, like that's not happening, <laughs> you know, like if you want to go hang out because we're friends and you keep pushing the fact that I'll buy you dinner and I'll do this and I'll, bitch, I can buy my own fucking dinner and buy my tr- own drinks. If you want to go hang out, that's cool. But if you buy me something that's not, you know, I don't have to pay you in sex. That's not how that works. And I wish guys would get that shit out of their head. It's so annoying. It pisses me off because it is. And so I'm a writer also. 
and I do some independent film and a lot of copywriting. And I cannot tell you how many men will reach out to me as a female writer and want me to meet because we're talking about a project. Cool. We'll go, we'll meet, whatever. I go to get my debit card out and they're like, oh, no, no, I got it. You took your time out of your schedule to meet me, which, okay, fine. In the business world, that's cool. I'm in sales. I buy people coffee and lunch and stuff all the time because it's a business meeting. So, all right, cool. And then we're walking to the parking lot and it's like, hey, baby, I got a bottle of wine and the whole box set of friends. You want to come over? No, motherfucker, I don't. Because See, that's a terrible if, pickup line. But it has legit you. happened and I've mentioned it before. But here's my point. Everything we just talked about went right out the fucking window because now there's no way I'm working with you because I know exactly why you want to work with me. And that's not happening. Yeah, they totally throw away their good intentions. Yeah. It shows their true colors. Yeah, exactly. If they would have said the office. Yeah. No. No. And then uh, I had one thing for you. Yeah, he's going to give it to me now. (laughs) Yours is, no, that was the elaborate one. Yours is like real short and sweet. Um, Did you call that couch the sex couch earlier? (laughs) Yes, I did. (laughs) Me and Joe have been sitting in there this whole time together. That's why I call it the sex couch. Well, that's why we don't have a blue light in there. No. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I just wasn't sure. That's why JB installed the pretty lights. Yeah. Were we supposed to do something? No. (laughs) I just sat there and giggled. The night's still still young, really. It really is, though. Yeah. Got plenty of time. When is that barbecue place close? They're not open on Mondays. They're not open on Mondays. I know, right? Not yet. But maybe. Someday. Maybe coming, coming soon. Mm. Coming soon to a gaslight yeah. near you. Yeah, Kyle was uh, filling in for a band called Armenta for a while and uh, came down here and he actually raved about the barbecue to me that night that he played the show with them. Yeah. So I, I was... Uh, I have heard about the barbecue multiple times now, so I'm going to have to come check it out. And there is a lovely bar up front here to sit and enjoy it. Heck yeah. There is. And you can come and enjoy both on February 15th. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. Yes. No. Let's come back and we'll start talking Luxora. Works for us. sound cool? Now that we're past all the balls and all I just stuff. I just figured we'd get some things out of the way. I was I know this is your show. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really my show. Has anyone ever come on here and just interviewed you? Mm, Not yet. No. Maybe next time. Maybe we'll work that out. You have something you would like to ask him? I mean, you can ask me. Yeah. I'm an open book. I'm not scared. What was the best meal you've ever had in your life? The best meal I've ever had? Mm. Wow. I'm a fat guy, dude. I've had a lot of meals. <laughs> you, that's, dude, you always trust the heaviest person in the room. <laughs> right? Go where they want to go. You know what? The one that I, re- I remember the most, for some reason, and it's just because I was stoned. I mean, it, it really is. But when I was 13, I went to my first concert. Okay. Good. Kiss and the Plasmatics. Sick. 1983. Having a good time. And naturally, I didn't smoke any marijuana, but, you know, there was a lot there. I mean, it was the arena or Checker Dome or whatever it was at the time. They did not care then. No. No. And... For some reason, I, me and my brother got home, and I ate two bologna and cheese sandwiches, <laughs> and, I, and, a, and I'm not kidding, a whole can of sour cream and onion Pringles. Oh, I do myself, <laughs> dude. No problem. That was that was a good meal. <laughs> I was expecting nothing less from you. <laughs> now, I will say, 
and I'll boast about them again just because they were the best ribs I ever had Sunday night. I'm not kidding. I mean, eight hours in the smoker, dude, they just, I mean, oh, it, yeah. was, it was like candy. Do you, have, have you ever used a pressure cooker to make ribs? No. What? No. Oh, yeah. So I just got like some short ribs and just put a bunch of dry rub in them and like about three-fourths of a cup of apple juice down in the bottom with oh. a little grape. Let them in there for 45 minutes at 425 minutes, and I had to just pull the tongs. Like use the tongs to pull all of the the bones out and just lifted it up and dropped it down and it was super wow. good. You should pick you up an instant pot. Kyle's not just a mediocre guitar player; he's also a mediocre cook. Yes, <laughs> it sounds delicious. I've made some really good cookies the last couple of weeks. You want to start in your pressure anything? cookie dating? Our yeah, pressure cooker. I don't know, man. There's a lot of pressure. <laughs> Will you offer my family a hefty sized goat or hog? <laughs> I'm sure I can find one. That will sway. Okay. Okay, you get back to me with a. We are on the south side. There's plenty of those. You get back to me with a 450 plus hog and maybe a bottle of rose. We'll talk. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's take a break and uh, let's listen to some music that's going to be here on February 15th. This is Divine Sorrow. And hey, this is. Does every like a trivia contest or anything like that that, and they bring up a Beyond FM question? What was the first song that I played when we started Beyond FM? First song, first podcast. It was this next one. It was the next, this next one. It's Divine Sorrow and Everything on Beyond FM. How can we be rock stars if we're not living like rock stars? If we live like rock stars, the music will come. Okay. The music will come, okay. Charlie. Beyond FM.
everything, the best of everything, STL Beyond FM. Thank you for joining us. We are live from Gaslight, as we do every Monday night. And our guest tonight is Luxora. Woo! Woo! Yay! Yay! Hi! They're so excited to be here. No, genuinely, we were we were talking all day, and we were just like, we're just so so happy to come down here. You know, we've it's it's nice to be able to go somewhere where you feel comfortable and can kind of don't have to feel constrained by what you're gonna say, and you can let an f bomb fly if it has to. And oh, they fly! <laughs> yeah, especially here. Yes, it just feels good. Yeah. One thing I wanted to point out as we begin, and I usually start out with the history of the band and this and that, but. I guess I want to pay you guys a compliment. Um, there's a lot of a lot of bands out there, and I'm not going to say everyone sounds exactly the same, but there's two bands in St. Louis to me right now that are completely different than anybody, and that is Callaway Circus and you guys. Dude, oh, thank you so much. Yeah. I, I totally agree with you with well, Callaway Circus. There's actually three, but they're not very well known just yet. Oh, well, yes. Cynical. Yes. And but I, I think really, they're changing their name. So. Yes, that's why I, I don't try to say them too much yet, yeah. because I want them to change their name, and then that way I can pound Start their pushing name it. into yeah. everybody's head. You don't want to, Joe was just talking about this, you don't want to like talk about something until mm-hmm. you're ready to take action with it. Yes. Like, and then I think once they... We do the, play some of their music, though. Yes. Once they change their name and stuff like that, I think they're really going to start pushing us to mm-hmm. start pushing them really yep. hard. And uh, I would really like, for me... Dream show would be you guys, Callaway Circus, and Cynical. Because that I think would it would be, be a very, very eclectic <laughs> and unique show. Yeah, that would be awesome. Well, maybe we could start working on our second concert series here. Maybe. Mm. Mm. Then just, you know, just pay it. Pay attention. Callaway <laughs> Circus has been doing a lot of stuff, man. man yeah, they're doing, they're blowing keep up right paying now. Paying attention. It, who knows? They're not fucking around, dude. Yeah, no. they're they're the they're some of the best best not just here in St. Louis, but one of the best pop acts I feel like I've heard in a long time. Mm-hmm. It's it's really refreshing to just kind of hear stuff that's super catchy and super um, radio acceptable and mm-hmm. super um, just kind of ev- covers everybody. And but it's still really different and really cool and really original. I've yeah. got my money on out of anyone in St. Louis. <laughs> like at the moment, I have the most like hopes and money on them that they're about to just Blow explode up. yeah like well me a lot of times i mean we bring it up almost every show now is about your product 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 right now i mean them indiscrepancies are is their product yeah they they, they and they're putting it out yeah it's you can't even question it it's it's just there like and it's it's super solid they keep their their presence out they keep hitting you with it and then when you meet them it even just legit like makes everything even better because they are so wonderful like i was talking with them last night and i just told them the same thing i just told you like mm-hmm. like not only is the, the product genuine like the people behind it are too and that is like to me the most important part like oh, for sure anyone that they meet and they talk to on their way is going to remember them and they're mm-hmm. going to like them yeah and that's you have to have personality we that's love not you guys shit, for sure <laughs> And one thing that I do dig about them, too, is he is not scared to put it out there subject matter-wise no. in his writing. He's he's putting it out there. He's an real. open book. Yes. That is what I love, and that's that's real. That's what music really should be, is putting yourself out there and not just doing the motions. Yeah. Yes. 
it, it does it's all it's all it's like all killer no filler you know that mm-hmm. old expression like it, it every track has got time and care and thought into it and like ben makes so much material that like they're just picking the best ones you know what i mean like every album you're going to get from them is going to be a greatest hits basically like i cannot wait for you guys to to blow up man i can't be to be like i i used to talk to them you know like, yeah. <laughs> hey i know that guy <laughs> they're like luxor who <laughs> i used to make jokes about his mustache while he played shows <laughs> <laughs> Like to his face, though he knew, he knew. Yeah, well, then it's fair game. It's right? all in good humor, yeah. right? And that's one thing I not. I always say I don't want to toot my horn, but I always toot my horn because I don't give a fuck. Um, you should. But back in the day, whenever I was playing out, and and a lot of the old school guys will, will say this is that they didn't have a platform that we are presenting to people, mm-hmm. and that is one thing that I was talking to Crystal Connor the other, yesterday about. This is that. I think now a lot of the artists are going to have more confidence too, and that'll come out in their writing because they mm-hmm. know at least, the very least, if they put out a decent product, that they have somewhere for it to play. Yeah, somewhere Even to if go. it's not out of St. Louis, at least there's something. And it's not just sitting on a shelf yep. or sitting in their you know friend's car on a CD underneath you know a seat or some bullshit like that, you know? Absolutely, you know, and you can get it anywhere, and I think that the night, you know, you can get the Beyond FM anywhere on your phone, all that stuff, and uh, I just think it's great. There's, St. Louis is not only great because of the music scene itself and the artists and the fans, but there are people who really go above and beyond in St. Louis. You, you know, you guys, Ten Cents, Brittany Bernie, Bernie, you know, just people who come to mind off the top of my head. It's just, those are the people that, while the, you know, there's multiple solid platforms promoting the St. Louis music scene. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's also just not to bring inside information out, but I, I don't give a fuck. So I've been, <laughs> I've been searching some way, somehow, to spend what little money we have because we need to advertise too. Mm-hmm. And so I've been like, okay, how are we going to afford? Because the first thing in my mind is – using the Riverfront Times to advertise. I know I ain't got that much money. I really don't. And also, on the other side of things, and fuck, I don't care if I piss anybody off, Riverfront Times is out of touch with what is going on in St. Louis, Mm -hmm. music-wise. They really are. So I decided that I'm going to put my money into somebody who is actually in touch with the St. Louis music scene, I'm using, and I don't consider him a competitor, because he's him. I am investing my money in Rock Paper Podcast. Mm-hmm. Smart, smart. <laughs> That's just smart. Yes. I can't believe I left Shane off that list of people that I just named. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh all my right. god! You know what? He's going to kick your ass. Uh, he's probably <laughs> he's totally. To. He's extremely intimidating. If you've met yes. Shane, the first thing that you think of is he is intimidating, and I'm afraid. Right? And Are you serious? He's very uh, mean. I think he's a big teddy bear. No, like, I, I know. That, <laughs> like that was yeah. Like um, you, as soon as he talks to you, you're like. Oh, okay, okay. Hey, dude, yeah. how's it going? That was, right? that was like, maybe if you were walking in an alley and he just kind of like popped out to pee and you didn't know he was coming, like, yeah, that might scare the crap out of you. But, like, no. To be dude. fair, most people jumping out of it into an alleyway to pee would kind of scare me. So <laughs> it's really easy to freak you out. Yeah, yeah. You want to tell them about the rib cage that you. I don't know, actually, um. but. <laughs> Real short. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Vulture Culture. I know you said you have, and it's mm. people that find dead things in the woods. 
Um, me and my girlfriend are out in the woods just taking some pictures of her. And I'm like, hey, let me walk around this tree and get some better lighting. And I walk around while I'm filming and walk upon a full, complete deer rib cage. And she's like, well, we have to keep it. And I'm like, what are you talking Ew. about? She's like, yeah. She's like, we got to take this home. And I was like, yeah, come on. We already got other dead bones home, like just like skulls, nothing too mm-hmm. crazy. So I'm like, all right, we take this home. I get to do it my way and we're going to do it. So we're in the process of like cleaning it, getting it bleached and stripped, like this whole mm-hmm. soaking thing. I don't. I've never done this before. This is her, but I'm going to support her. But I'm going to make it a planter and like a flower thing. I'm going to get a big planter, shove the rib cage down in it, maybe put some like moss on the ground and some vine flowers and let it grow around the rib cage and then get like one of those big old crystals and drop it in there and just like freak people out with this morbid thing on the porch. It's kidding. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's it's weird, but it's going to be cool, right? It's going to yeah. be cool. I mean, someone's going to like it. It's original, I think. I think Pinterest will like it. But real people <laughs> won't. It and is disturbed. It's pretty macabre. I'm macabre. confused where exactly we went with that story because I thought somehow oh, that yeah. was going to segue into segue. you being freaked out. So oh, I'm sorry, really I totally lost forgot. right got, now. Okay, it's a weird <laughs> like, topic. You know, yes, it's a weird it's okay, subject. Okay. Uh, it was still in the trunk of the car when he came, and I was oh like, "Hey, dude, before we leave, I'm going to need your help getting something out of the truck." So he walks up to the trunk of the car, and I pop it open. He pulls it up, and he goes, hey, "What is this tree, man?" I'm like, "Hey, dude, I don't think that's a tree." And he just like sets it down and backs away. Is that a rib cage? Yeah, dude, gotcha. <laughs> he doesn't like the macabre, man. He doesn't like that stuff. Now, uh, his girlfriend and my girlfriend are both really good friends too, and they all like to. Uh, bust out the Ouija board and uh, tell me that they're going to summon demons while I'm there. Oh, no. I, don't, I don't mess with that kind of stuff either. No, I'm taking not taking any chances. It used to be on the living room wall and then uh, we decided to take it away for Halloween so we put it on the bathroom like across from the toilet. Now I can't jack off on the toilet anymore because if I hit the Ouija board I'm going to summon a demon. I think it's a problem. Oh my lord. True, true stories too. Like None of this is a lie. That's the, what makes it bad. Like uh, how I disturbing! Out in different ways. You said I could say whatever I want. You can say whatever you want. Just they're regretting saying that. No, now. it's totally fine. So Callaway Circus, man, they're yeah. doing great. <laughs> so, how did you come up with the name Luxora? I don't know, man. Okay, uh, there's there's a big story behind it. First off, it's a town in Arkansas, mm-hmm. very small. Back in the day as the old band, we had this thought process of life was like Mayberry. And it was just the thought of like the small town vibe, right? Mm-hmm. That it gives you. That all changed. Things changed. And I think it just kind of became like a reminiscent name of like like holding back from like what we used to have, but while still changing and making our own. So I think it was just kind of like an evolution of some stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The singer Patrick, our singer Patrick came up with the name. So, uh. He he could probably give you the whole detailed explained version a lot better, but Kyle summed it up pretty pretty accurately right there. When people ask me, I'm like, it's a town mm-hmm. in Arkansas. It's a small town. It probably yeah. gives you a cozy feeling. Well, that's feeling. what I was asking. I actually heard of Luxor, Arkansas before because I have family from Arkansas, you so that's why like I was curious. The only person. Yeah, probably. <laughs> actually, when we released uh, Death of a Best Friend, the video of it, somebody commented on there and were like, small world, and tagged somebody. And I was like, who is this person? And it turns out they were from Luxor, Arkansas, and they had just seen our name on YouTube or something and were like, oh, somebody named a band after our little town or something. Oh, that's weird. They got to have something, right? Yeah, for you know, sure. We'll be their claim to fame. 
I don't think it works like that. We kind of stole their name, and we're like not even from Arkansas. <laughs> it really close enough. It's just leave it alone. It's a name, dude. Come on. Why do you think like people name songs? Dogs have beards all over. Like you know, the song has nothing to do with fur. No. <laughs> I was actually thinking about naming a band Barnhart. Barnhart? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm cool with that. Yeah. I'm totally cool with that. Yeah. Put them on the map. Shit. Yeah. Might as well. It's actually a cool name. Because they really get overlooked in between, you know, Arnold and Festus. I mean, people just drive through Barnhart and they don't give it a second chance, you know. Well, I mean, what's really there? Nothing. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) There's about to be a band called Barnhart, though, I heard. Some little birdie told me. I do have, just to bring it up, I do have a a meeting tomorrow to maybe put a new band together. Really? Yes. I wondered, because you've been posting, looking for drummers and everything else i I was curious i think we may have found it huh can i ask what's your uh like what you're thinking about trying to make street punk street punk punk. like og like aggressive street punk like social d rancid okay okay Okay. yeah i mean it's kind of a time of resurgence a lot of like Mm -hmm. old sounds are coming back in like a great way you know? Oh, speaking of things that are coming back, did you see they're bringing Dunkaroos back? Yes. <laughs> this I summer. Did, yes, I did I see saw that. that today. Sorry, I'm really I, excited I, about that. I don't that. think I've ever had one. What? I, yeah, I'm kind of in the dark, too. Yeah. Dunkaroos, uh, they're like, they're almost like animal crackers, and mm-hmm. they had like confetti filled, or not confetti, funfetti filled, like little cups cream of cheese. cream. Yeah. And you dip you them. them. Yeah. God, you grew up in the 90s, man. Yeah. I did. I did. I mean, it's definitely something I would eat. So it's it's an animal <laughs> cracker with frosting. You dip them. So it's like the cheese stick packages where yes. you peel back the plastic, but it's Pretty a cracker much, with frosting. But it's cookies. So it's just cream. like it's it's like the, the fat kid version of the cheese sticks. Pretty much, yeah. I'm game. I'm yeah. game. <laughs> now, dung a ruse or dunk 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 like okay. slam dunk. I was gonna say that. I yeah, thought you said dunk a ruse. No, I thought it was like an awesome. I thought I mean, that's kangaroo poop. When they said it, it yeah. I thought it was like a like a weird like coffee cookie from Australia. No. Like oh, I want my dunk a ruse, mate. Oh, my coffee. Oh, go with my Vegemite. <laughs> Where is the white? I can't do Australia at all. So let's. Do some more generic questions real quick. Okay. Um, so, so what are you doing? I, I thought like you were going to hit me. <laughs> there's a bug. Did you see it? I think you're high. No, I don't know. Actually, not. I have no proof. It is just an assumption. Not high. I'm high on life and the love of Jesus Christ. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> Dirty. Sorry. Wizard. <laughs> So, uh, how did the band start? Where'd you get your influences from? <laughs> okay, okay. So, it was back in high school. Uh, me and Patrick were in the band. Patrick was the drummer. We all played stuff. And then we got out of high school. We all broke up. Everyone moved away. Patrick decided he wanted to come back and was like, hey, I want to get the guys together to the jam. So, we all reformed. I think it was like 2015, something like that. And we just played in a U-Haul storage shed for like a year with no plans to do anything other than have fun. Someone was like, hey, do you want to come play the show? And it's like, why not? We have plenty of material. And then Mm -hmm. after that, it was just kind of go. And we had no idea what we were doing, no idea how we're supposed to release music or how anything even worked. And um, it's been fun. But now we're at the present day and about to, you know, do some new things and everything feels a lot better and feel way more prepared. And every everything feels good right now. 
I joined the band in uh, March 2018. Uh, actually, my first show was Road to Point Fest uh, with them, the Road to Point Fest finals, and uh, just feels like everything since then. I guess you could say this for even before then, but it just feels like the ball just keeps rolling, mm-hmm. and you know, you have you have your hiccups along the way. It's never easy and stuff like that, but it it just feels everything feels good the momentum definitely feels there mm-hmm. it was really nice having joe come on board because he finally had someone that had actually done this before <laughs> he was also in a band in high school that was way more successful than my highway band so we had someone to kind of like show us the ropes a little bit and really helped smooth everything along because before we were just a bunch of amateurs trying to figure out i don't know how to get shows you know what mm-hmm. i mean i was like leaving messages on like post from foobar trying to get gigs and stuff and yeah now to have like two to three full creative people that are like pushing for this, things are just moving so much better. Thanks, Joe. Well, you thank bastard. you. <laughs> Good job, Joe. Yeah. Woohoo. Don't break your arm jerking yourself off. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, no. Um, because I've never, I don't have a business degree or anything like that. So I've, I've been running this kind of like, my experience DIY. with running a band and and you're mistaken if you think you're going to definitely make it overnight it's always mm-hmm. person to person piece by piece you know and especially in you know 2020 where you have social media and all this stuff it really is it's being an entrepreneur you know whether you're in a band or you have a radio station or anything like that you're like you were saying saying earlier it's all about the product and it's all about whether you like it or not, it's about your, you got to sell yourself. You got to sell your product. And yep. You're developing a brand. Oh, Absolutely. yeah, for and sure. And you have to sell that brand. And if you do not put the energy in it as if you were running a business, it is not going to go anywhere no, for you. it's not going to flourish. No. And there's a, you see a lot of bands coming up now that like have people helping them before they come out and like getting people up to speed. And you're mm-hmm. seeing these bands come out. And it's like overnight. You're like, whoa, dude. Like. Like yeah, kind of, I'm going to get Callaway Circus almost as an example. Like they seemed like they were very prepared almost right off the bat and they were mm-hmm. doing things right from the start and just look at them go, man, they're But running. that's smart. And one of the things you said, especially with like the social media, because I've offered to help bands previously, um, you know, beef up their social media and kind of teach them what I know from sales and marketing and all that kind of stuff from my viewpoint. And it's always like, no, man, we'll do it ourselves. Okay, well you know, you've had your page for two years and you have 300 likes and I've had my page for, you know, seven weeks and I'm almost at 600. So obviously... Shoot us I, an email. I know what I'm talk. doing. Shoot us but, an email. But well. you know what I mean? But it's one of those things too. Like, I don't want to do it forever, but I just want to show you, you know, this is what works and here's the timing of these different things and this is when you get the most views and... It's a process and in all of it. It so. is. But just, some people are weird about that stuff. They're like, no, we, we got it. We got it. Well, okay, fine. So you don't want to go anywhere. That's cool. Don't I think reach out then, you know? I think bands are so used to like the idea of people from the outside trying to hurt your product. Everyone thinks yeah. everyone's trying to take from them. And some people are like just really they really just want what's best for their music, but they're almost they're unwilling to let the people that are actually going to help them do it because they're afraid there might be ill intent, which I can totally understand that. It's like like, having a baby. You have your first baby. You're afraid to go out. You're afraid to go on date night or do anything because you are even nervous to have your parents, the grandparents babysit. By your second, third, fourth, you're like, take this motherfucker. It it, it takes a village. He's going to be fine. I've got to go do 
XYZ and regain. Anything else be a mom right now. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think a lot of that just comes from experience. And like, you know, even like you guys said, you have kind of done this before and you're, you know, now it's different, but you do have that little bit of experience to know that it really does take a village. You're not going to make it on your own. You have to make connections and get people on board that are willing to help sort of push you forward. So, and help you out. Yeah. And that's the thing. It, it really does take a village. Even with our new music, we've been working uh, with uh, Jack Brown and Caleb from Unimagined, actually. and uh, They're a vocalist. They're vocalist, yes. Mm-hmm. And he's, uh, they, they both have really um, been very hands-on in the process, and that's not something we're used to. And at first it was, I don't want to say it was off-putting, but it's definitely different. And you're like, mm-hmm. okay, like you said, it's like your baby, you know. Mm-hmm. But at some point you just kind of have to let go and more heads in the room is always a good thing. You know, you could, anybody you can bounce an idea off of anybody who can give you advice in any way, you just got to take it. Yeah. You're not going to learn everything by yourself. Yeah, for sure. And you don't know everything. Mm-hmm. So. I'll even, I just want to bring like, bring up what you were saying. Like Nessie, like we've worked with our buddy Mike before and it was fantastic. Wonderful to work with him. Like, and I love the guy, but we went with somebody else that like was more, I don't even know how to explain it. Just more in our genre and mm-hmm. knew what we were trying to do. But um, it was the first time we let someone really put their hands in and really like help us craft and like really work mm-hmm. with an engineer. And like me potentially, like I was potentially, that's not the right word, but me, <laughs> I was like really Very apprehensive simple. to let them do it. And mm-hmm. so like, you know, you heard this song, there was a, like, there's a lot of things that you can't hear in the song that make it sound the way it do. And so much of that comes on from them. But that was me like not being being afraid of letting them do it. And now like, I'm so confident with their work because I love the way that Nessie came out that I am so excited for you are not high. There is definitely a I bug here. You. Yeah, I owe you an apology. <laughs> I am right. sorry. I'm like, okay. it's right there. It's right there. But uh, <laughs> now like for the new stuff, I am so excited to see what they do with it. I'm like, all right, man, here's, here's all the parts where they are. Show me what you got. Let's see what you think will sound good. Like, in, mm-hmm. like Pace Village. Yeah. Take a drink of my coffee with a lid on. Sorry. Oh, good job. <laughs> Man, the uh, other day, I was, we already talked about it. I was like sitting on the couch, like ripping my bong. Okay. And I'm like sitting there and I got my drink right here and, you know, things get carried away and I go to take a drink and started to slam back the water in the pot. And I didn't get to God. it, but I just like, it was, that was time to stop. It's time to set it down. <laughs> I've had enough. And, uh. Oh, Jesus forgive me. Gives me chills even thinking about it. Yeah. Disgusting. Everyone's done it. It's not just me. No, no. no but I do have a, a, another story. So one night, it was after a, a band party at our at our house, and there was quite quite a few glasses and stuff left over on the table, you know? Oh, yeah. And I wake up. It's, you know, 6 o'clock in the morning, maybe after two hours sleep or something. But anyway, I was thirsty as fuck, you know? And... Looked over my girlfriend. I said, "Hand me that glass of water right there." Oh no! Okay, that wasn't water. Vodka. It was vodka. And dude, I was so thirsty. I just was like (laughs) halfway through it, and I'm like, "Oops." Well, I might as well have another if we're gonna (laughs) start going. (laughs) Ouch! One of my birthdays, I went out with a couple of friends, and uh, we went back to the house afterwards. And I guess. Somebody made me an orange juice and vodka, and it was not very strong. So I woke up the next morning, and I'm like, oh, orange juice. And I drink about a whole cup of this. They're like, are you drinking? It's like 9 in the morning. 
no, I'm just drinking orange juice. No, that definitely has vodka in it. And I've been <laughs> slamming it back for the past 30 minutes, hoping it'll. Was it that morning you got like super drunk, like out of nowhere? No, this was like. You should have just made ago. brunch and rolled with it. That's what all the like 50 yeah. and 60 year old yeah, Caucasian go for, broads go, go for do. A drive, right? you know, do something crazy. <laughs> Don't drink. I'm pretty sure drive. they call that a mimosa. Um, yeah. I think no, so. That's champagne, that's champagne, champagne but same shit, man. Who cares? Yeah. Drink it. Just makes me think about Christmas getting <laughs> shitty with the family. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I do believe, since we brought Nessie up, that it, at least it's, I, I don't know how he put it in there, but basically we have two songs back to back by you guys Ooh, right now. Okay. Oh. One of those being Nessie and the other one being Swing. Swing? Nice. Yes. So let's take a break. Let's listen to those and we'll come back and we'll. Do some more chit-chatting. How about that? Awesome. All right. So Zora on Beyond FM. Woo. Beyond FM, the best of everything STL. I say the future is ours. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it?
FM. Listen, love, promote. Best of Everything STL, it's Beyond FM, and of course that is the latest from Luxora. It's called Nessie. Tell me about that song. Okay, so uh, I wrote the verses and a lot of the chorus 
right after we finished recording the last EP and it was just too late to do anything with it. So we like kind of put it in the back. And then once we came back to the writing process for um, some new material, we were like, oh, well, this one's pretty much done. We like sat with it in a group and like kind of retweaked it and got the whole song ready to go. And then we uh, gave it to Pat for him to do what he was going to do with it. And uh, what do you well, well there, the one thing I'd like to point out, too, is that we actually came up with the name based off the artwork we got. We uh, played a ba- played with a band last year called Searching for Nostalgia, and their singer does all their artwork. And he has this very unique style. Uh, if you've seen the Nessie logo or the Nessie shirts or the bags or anything, you know what I'm talking about. It's just kind of out there. It's almost acid trip-esque kind of. And, uh, and they're like trippy go- doodles almost. Yeah, I love and it. Kyle asked him, he's like, I just want a goofy-looking Loch Ness Monster. And we got this back, and we're like, wait, this kind of like works with the song, and it kind of fits with everything. And then Pat wrote these lyrics that were like, deep but at the same time related to the Loch Ness Monster and it was just kind of all over the place. <laughs> he he basically like yeah the album art and the song kind of brought it together and Pat uses an inspiration to write about depression but basically from the point of the view of the Loch Ness Monster being stuck in the lock. Mm. So it's like you can just look at it on the surface and it's like oh it's a funny song about the Loch Ness Monster mm-hmm. but if like he's really talking about depression. Yeah but that's cool. It's a, it's a, it's a fun tune and uh, it is definitely a great gap like a bridge between what the old album sounds like to what the n- new stuff is going to sound like, because I will be the first to say, I think it's very different from what people are used to. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I've no, I noticed the difference as soon as I heard it. I was like, these guys are progressing, especially even the sound quality, you know, of the production is even up there. They, uh, they, they blew my mind to be completely honest. Like they did a really fantastic job, and they know what they're doing, and like they're not they're not even out there yet. You know what I mean? It's like if you know them, you know. Yeah. But if you don't, you have no clue. Like, mm-hmm. Thanks, you can, guys. You can give them shout out. Yeah, yeah, Jack Brown, Caleb Freehout, again, they're the best. Uh, they did amazing work on Nessie. They're doing amazing work on the stuff we're doing right now. Um, like Kyle said, I think this is the Nessie was the first song that they worked on that was released on any platforms i think they have they're working with another band right now that's played some of the stuff live but we were the first release and i think the sound quality really speaks for itself and i think they're going to go places yeah if 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 everything else that they do with us and the other people they work with come out on their quality i have a feeling they are going to be a very sought after team in st louis because the thing i gotta say is like they're like Especially like when you get to sit in the room with Caleb and work with them, it's like, yeah, you can go up and just record your songs and be done with it. Cool. But like, if you're willing to work with him, like you can get a really creative experience in between the two of them. I mean, like I, I really cannot stress how different this is going to sound from the last stuff that we've done. Like Nessie is hands down in my mind, probably the most tame song. Like it's mm-hmm. like, it's oh, guys, I just wish I could say more. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where like we we have the vision in mind and everything but we're still really working through the process of you know getting the songs ready and recording them and everything that it's it's like kyle said it's just one of those things where we're we're really ready to give out all that information but kind of got to bite your tongue a little bit and... let, let, i'm just going to use an example from the last recording experience because you remember how 
when we were going to do parallel lives, I started getting all ridiculous. And I was like, no, I need those, those really long church bells that they hit, you know, like those, <laughs> those dungs, like mm-hmm. musical noises. Kyle basically wanted November rain. Yeah. Like, no, I, I wanted those yeah. bells and I wanted strings and stuff. And it was one of those situations like, yeah, this is fun. But now I'm in the situation where I can propose these ideas to these guys and I can actually make it a thing. Mm-hmm. Like nothing seems too far away from me now. Like, I was like, you know, it might be kind of cool if there was like, like a sonar sound in the beginning of the song. And they're like, oh, like this? Click, 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 clack, clack. Like, oh, yeah, dude, that's, yeah, that's, that, that's, that's exactly yeah. what that's we were perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Like, it's sweet. I love you guys. I can't wait to see you tomorrow. Yeah, we're actually going to work on some, some something tomorrow. So and maybe if you pay yeah. attention to our Instagram or our yeah. Facebook, you might be able to see some tidbits of me laying down What's some stuff. Happening? Was Do that I your Shakira you from last night impression? I don't know, but you're about to. I'm trying. To I'm sorry. Funny. I'm looking it up right now. Okay. Well, with you guys bringing this up, though, that's it's they're kind of new. I think that you guys are blessed with. I mean, as talented as they seem already, I think they're using you guys as the jump start, and so they're they're going to be super picky of what they're putting out for you guys. They so, they don't even have their name out. Like, I don't even want to say the name yet because it's not final for what they're going to call themselves. But like, the the things that I'm not supposed to talk about that I haven't heard are just like really sick and i've never heard any of it but it sounds so off awesome that i would assume but uh i really think their name's gonna blow up and that you guys got this <laughs> i know you're listening jack i love you <laughs> <laughs> it it's really it's it's definitely a different experience and it's like we were saying earlier it's nice just to have that extra creative input and have somebody who really has they both have they both like similar music to us. They both have experience playing in bands and playing music themselves and recording music. It, it's almost like adding another two members to the band just in the sense of we, at this point, feel comfortable bouncing ideas off of them and being like, if they have an idea that we think is better than ours and nobody's going to get an ego trip about it and be like, oh, well, you didn't. we didn't come up with that idea. Why are we going to do your idea? It's just kind of one of those things where... It's an open book now, and everybody's cool with everything. And I, I, I really stress, like, if you're going to go record with somebody, you need to let that engineer or whoever's working with you have that level of creativity. Like, it's totally fine to go in and record your own songs the way you want it to be done, and that's it. Just, just you don't need a studio for that. Like, I mean, but, like, if you're going to come down here and work here at Gaslight, man, let uh, Greg... Uh, what's the engineer right out there? What's your name? Well, that's Rick. Rick. Yeah. Rick. Sorry, I messed up your name. But dude, I bet well, he does look like kind of like a Greg. Yeah. Oh, it's Jeff right now. Oh, Jeff. Well, then f- fuck everything I said. You suck, man. No, no, f- fuck that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But you know what I'm saying. If you're gonna go work with a creative person that's gonna be able to like increase your product, like let them do it and like work with as many different people that will do that as you can. Because every time you work with a new person, you're gonna find something else about your sound and your instrument that are like your skills that you didn't know you could do or you never thought about doing it. Well, also, I mean with engineers and producers both um they know what their talents are you know what i mean let them use what they do best it may change the personality of the song a little bit but it may make it better i mean that's 
exactly what you need. Like because it, to for them, that is their art. Yeah, you know, so you gotta let it work organically. Well, and I think they come at it from a different perspective. Whenever you're, we talked about earlier, music being the baby, and whenever you're in that situation and you're in that writing room and you've heard it every step of the way, you think that lots of times it's like, oh well, my my shit doesn't stink you know it's uh, this is just great right now and everything about it's great and sometimes it does take that extra person to be like it's good but it could be better here's the parts that you could improve on and uh you know that goes for everything we were talking Uh with social media and everything earlier you just got to be willing to learn and willing to take constructive criticism because not everybody who's out there is going to dig what you're doing you're never the best at what you're trying to do. No, exactly. Like, so you should just always, always listen to the, you know, listen to somebody else. Always take advice, and unless you're Polyphia, you're pretty dope. <laughs> <laughs> He's not listening. I, I don't think. I hope he hears that no, though. No. Please listen. <laughs> so, tentatively, when do you think you'll be done? That is neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> We are really taking time with this one. I would say there will be new music before the year is over and more than just one song. That is all I want to say. Just there is stuff coming this year. Sorry it took us a year to put out a new song. We're broke, man. It's expensive. (laughs) So you're not going to put out a new video every week like Holloway Circus? No, we're we're not cre- we're not cre- we're not creative enough. First off, regardless of any financial discussions, we're not we're not creative enough to come up with that many ideas. And I, I literally feel like it's been like over a month now that they've dropped a song every week, and every video has been awesome. Every song's been awesome. That's the thing; no one wants to actually see us do the music. Like it's it's three it's well Brian's not fat anymore Brian's looking real good it's us our, our chubby fucks and then like two other good looking guys like if they're if you're gonna see a video man I hope it's just Patrick's the whole time leave us out you know might be a good idea maybe <laughs> I've got this idea for a video and I want it to be gory and funny at the same time and uh, yeah yeah I hope they let me go through with this slasher vid idea. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle is a uh, he's definitely the big picture guy in the group. He uh always has always has some big creative venture that he wants us to embark on, so and sometimes they pan out, a lot of the times they don't. Oh. I can send that to you and send it to your girlfriend for Valentine's Day. Isn't that funny? <laughs> that is actually a uh, pretty there's, funny. It's a uh, several of them. It is Oh, they're, God, pitching they're, it. They're horror movie Valentine's <laughs> yes. Day cards I just right found now. them. So <laughs> Let my, me put my tip in you. Yeah, like, my ADD kicked in a minute ago, and I was like, oh, save, 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 save. Sorry. Don't show but, me. I don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but to get back to your question, there will be more music this year. We are still sooner than later. the timeline. Like, it just depends on how long we decide to take to do things, and depending on how long, like, we're not trying to put an end date in studio, it's gonna, we're gonna spend as much time as we need to get it done the way we want to, and once that's all done, then we'll talk, then we'll talk, but we'll keep you, keep giving you something to keep you happy until then, we're not gonna abandon the mu- any longer, we will no longer go a year without music, I will say that. <laughs> so, any shows or anything coming up? Well, uh-huh. we we just had our big one on Saturday, uh, the Unimagined Farewell Show at FUBAR. Mm-hmm. You guys were talking about that earlier, and that was awesome. Um, we actually have 
a couple dates lined up out of town and one St. Louis date lined up, but none are announced yet. But I know that w- at least one of them is announcing very, very soon. So I'd keep a lookout on our Facebook, keep a lookout on some other St. Louis bands, Facebooks and stuff like that. And we'll, uh, you know, it, uh, it it's coming sooner than later. We, we will have a show announced before you think we will have a show announced. You know, man, you're asking us weird questions. <laughs> That are totally typical. That we d- we just can't talk about it yet, yeah. man. Like we're that's getting- why Kyle had to go in with the random discussions at the beginning because he knew that we couldn't give away too much. So he's just like, "Oh man, I got to think of something to fill the time now." Everything that I am super stoked on is currently under the wraps, but I'm gonna give one breadcrumb out to people that listen. We put a single out called "Boundaries Part One" after our last album, I think in January, something like that. Um. Some people really like the metal stuff we do, and a lot of people just really don't like it. But I will tell you that I guarantee you you're getting this something that has to do with that song that may or not be related, but probably not. But kind of, you know, it's heavy. You're hitting that answer perfect. Is this building hype, or am I destroying it? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, then, as we end the evening, um, I'll ask you a question that I'm sure you'll have the answer for. Um, Death of a Best Friend. Everybody loves it. It it has a lot of meaning for a lot of people. Tell me about it a little bit, because educate me on it a bit. So this one's actually going to, I'm going to give this one to Kyle because it was actually written before I was in the band. So I will oh, let well, him. Oh, it's easy for you. Though. Yeah, it's easy for me. I can pass <laughs> this one off on Kyle completely. Okay, so Death of a Best Friend was like a very intense song for me and Patrick emotionally. Um, doesn't actually have to do with a friend dying per se, but after the band in high school broke up, me and the old singer both started getting into some pretty unsavory and heavy life-destroying things. And... Uh, when, like I said, Patrick moved back from Florida, he came to my house and got me and made me leave my house and made me join the band and got me to stop doing the things I was doing and like like saved my life, essentially, in a way. Um, our other friend didn't, if and he kind of just went down that road harder and harder and it eventually just kind of hit the point where, like, man, like the man we used to love and know and miss mm-hmm. all the time, like, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like you anymore. And it was kind of like saying like putting yeah because you did lose that person it's not the same it's not the same best friend from high school man Mm -hmm. like me and that dude used to like sleep in like uh you know those like really big wooden chairs that are kind of like bowls Mm -hmm. there was this one time we were like we were both like uh laying next to each other in this bed and we were just like up late like doing the giggle stuff and he had just gotten so much trouble for being on facebook and i i just remember us pig squealing and just like giggling about it like pretending like demons were going to come out of the wall if we started talking about facebook but you know it's not like that anymore yeah so yeah that's a that's a that's a that's a sad song for us and then after um pat lost his mom it became increasingly difficult for him to perform that song and a couple other songs. I'm just going to let everyone know you'll probably never hear us play Calypso again. We did it that one time for Grant and Allison because you told us you wanted to hear it. That was for you guys. Don't ever expect us to play that song again. And uh, yeah, and we kind of don't want to play Death of a Best Friend that much anymore, Mm. but we're going to keep doing it for you until we got a better one that you would rather hear instead. (laughs) (laughs) Give the people what they want. We do love the song. It's just, it's a heavy song, you mm-hmm. know? I know I have, 
I, I also have a lot of those from high school that I mean you run into now and you don't. I mean I don't. I don't recognize, recognize them at all, man. Either it's. I mean, hopefully, it's just a lot of times age, but it's a lot of times it's it's drugs and all that. Where they're oh just, yeah, you man, can tell. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of times where it's like just life letting them take their course, and mm-hmm. there's nothing like messed up or fucked up about it. People grow apart, you know. Like mm-hmm. I had friends in high school that I thought I thought Destin was going to be my best friend forever, and I don't nothing like really serious separated us. We just kind of went different ways, and it happens. Mm-hmm. But you know, you still remember and just have those memories of your homie, well, but sure. you couldn't like. Hit them up today and be like, "Hey, dude, let's play Smash." You know, I had those those soul searching conversations with. We had a, a group of us that it was probably ten of us that were really close in high school and this and that. And I brought up later on in life, I'm like, you know why I'm so kind of pissed at you guys because we, I mean, we don't know each other's fucking kids and shit, man. You know, and it's bullshit. I. I I should be Uncle Tony to your kids, and I'm not. Mm-hmm. And you guys all kind of left me. I mean, I was still basically same town that I've been in since, you know, we were in high school. And you guys all went off. But so I get it. Just because you moved on and, like, did something with your life doesn't mean that I didn't want to be there to watch you succeed at what you're doing. Exactly. Like, just because you've, you know, got in the house and had kids and you have those responsibilities doesn't mean that, like, my no kid having video game playing ass doesn't, like, appreciate <laughs> what you have and, like, want to celebrate it with you. Like, like, Yeah, but that all boils down to communication. And people are really shitty at communication. It's just progressively gotten worse as more technology comes out and... Like, I don't enjoy really talking on the phone. There's, like, maybe two or three people that I like to talk to on the phone because they're funny and we can talk and we're done in, like, five or ten minutes and then I'm on with my day, you know? But, you know, people grow apart because you usually have, even in friendships, you have one person totally, like, pushing that friendship along and carrying that friendship instead of, you know, the other person doesn't really reciprocate, you know? And they don't think about it. They don't. They don't see that they're not putting any effort out there. And unfortunately, life gets in the way of life. It does. I really think that is kind of the moment where you feel like you kind of grown up a little bit. Is when you're after like college and high school, when you actually start to like reevaluate what it means to have a friend and what mm-hmm. a friend is supposed to be. Oh, and sure. you're no longer fighting these battles for one-sided friendships. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm going to be real with the people that are trying to be real. And once you have those connections, like that's when you see who you're really supposed to be and what you can oh, be. Yeah. And that's what, that is where I think maturity and growing up really stems from. Like everyone feels like a kid till they die, but mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know. You know what I said. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) It goes good for like a second and then it's gone. Like I looked at something and I was like, oh, that's kind of a funny looking ripple on the ceiling. Like, (sighs) I get it. Well, unfortunately, we are out of time. But I, like I said, you guys are killer. Well, thank you. We appreciate that. I can't wait to see the new stuff. And hopefully, hopefully it's kind of catching on and, and, and people are realizing that we really should be the platform to everybody release their new shit immediately to us. You definitely will be getting the next song that is released Sweet. at an undisclosed date and time and genre. <laughs> 
We're not going to tell you anything about it, but you can hear it here eventually. Yes. Most definitely. Until then, man. Keep Maybe. listening now. We got new discrepancies, new Broken mm-hmm. Youth. You got the new Luxora, like a new Callaway Circus. The, you get a new Postal Monitor. There's so many, so many wonderful local bands you can listen to right here, and you should be doing it. Thank you. I'll even bring up some more. Some new Common Jones, Gorilla yes. Theory. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Boy, Gorilla Theory. Gorilla Theory and ATG both draw. And Callaway. Don't they all drop on Valentine's Day or I something? Think so. Yeah, that's, that's going to be another huge day. I am so excited. This year's going to be amazing. We're not playing around. STL isn't playing around this year, whether it be Beyond FM, whether it be the music, whether it be the fans, as you can see from the people who showed up on Saturday to all the shows. We're not playing around this year. St. Louis growing up in the music scene, dude. Yep, for sure. And I'll I'll bring this up just for the last shout out of the day, just because it. I take take it personal. I really do, because it kind of warms my heart that Garrett actually reached out to me on Wednesday and said, dude, I'm going to send you the new track. Will you, will you play it? And then I'm like, are you serious? Of course I'll fucking play it. Motherfucker. I, don't even, I don't even care what it sounds like. You guys could be farting on the mic the whole time and I'll play it. Because it's, That's a genre. Yeah. Those guys have so much talent, though, they would make it sound good. I guarantee it. Yeah. I, I got to give props to Garrett if we even have time for it. He is such a nice dude. And boy, can he... Can he play a damn show, dude? It is so entertaining to watch discrepancies play. It's so it's intense, dude. You guys put on a hell of a show, and you've got great music, and you're all cool people, man. Like, keep doing that shit. And it and it really it's an, a good display of, and, and we're like this too. That surround yourself with people that believe in you and that are going to be positive. And if they're not, let them go. Yep. And good things will happen. And For sure, they are happening. I'm happy we ended on a positive note. Yes. Yeah. Way to, way to bring that home. Way to bring that home. That's, <laughs> that's what, that's what he does. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he can drive through a Jack in the Crack for the mini tacos on the way home, and I have to go home and starve. No, I'm kidding. 7-Eleven taquitos all day, dude. They're great. Oh, no. Had a bad experience with those. I can't eat those. I don't think we have time for that story. We don't. Okay. Yeah. I would love to hear it sometime. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, we can go get some... Denny's and watch some friends or something. Nah, I'm good. I right. probably I probably need to sleep the rest rest of the night. I I really need to practice my neutral combo Sober game up. with Pikachu and Smash, dude. I'm busy. I gotta record tomorrow. I gotta work on my combos. He finds a way to work some video game conversation into every interview, every conversation we ever have. It somehow devolves into him telling really advanced details about the video game that he's playing. And let people celebrate themselves. Exactly. Yeah, yeah you're right. I'll shut up. Well, it has been a, a very eclectic conversation between squeezing balls, video games, music. I wanted you to have a full understanding of who we were. <laughs> or me. That, that, that covers it. I think I got it. It's it, it was nice knowing you guys. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Best of luck. Please don't Best come back. Luck. Please don't come back. <laughs> no, I'd love to have you back once it's all done. And we'll... we'll We'll do it again. We'll God do something damn. special. Yeah. Done it three times tonight. What did what? Hit my face on the microphone. I always do. I always do it with the bill of my hat. So God. I've kept it right in front of my face, so I can. I haven't stopped looking at the mic, just so it wouldn't happen. You've been looking at it like, hey, baby. Hey, you're listening to Beyond FM. 
We have all of your late night St. Louis local needs. Hey, are you up late looking for something fuzzy to tickle your ear holes? <laughs> Why don't you listen to Beyond FM? We got that good shit. Get in real nice and deep. Have a good night, St. Louis. Listen you know, to the fucking Luxora. That's totally going to be a drop now. You know yeah, that, right? I you guys, so. <laughs> You guys better be fucking recording this shit, man. <laughs> All right, we're out of here. We're leaving it with Death of a Best Friend. See you all next week. Later. Beyond FM. Have y'all sorry, heard of my hit single, Whipped Cream? Whipped Cream, put it all love your body. No. Never heard of that? Where you been, brother? Listen, love, promote.